Could you, like, shut your mouth, please? <laughs> Welcome back to episode, what, like 11 or 12 of this podcast? I'm not really sure, but we're back, Podtober, and this is Europe Horror Stories Part 2 with Kinsey. Hey! We left you guys on a cliffhanger last time, and I uh, thought about actually not continuing this for a while, but, you know, we'll just, we'll just keep going with it. So, uh, get into the question of the day, and then... Ooh. We will uh, yeah. do stories. I picked easier questions because Kinsey doesn't know what they are yet. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see where they are. Uh, I was very nervous. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't get the question of the day. <laughs> I don't know. So question for this one is, if you had to permanently move to one of the countries you visited, which one would you choose? I can Ooh. go first if you want. Yeah, I go first. I would pick either England or Ireland, just because I feel like I liked those a lot. And I feel like at least in England, you know, I wouldn't have to learn a totally new language. I feel like I love the rain. So I think that that would be a good pick for me. And then Ireland's kind of along the same lines. Yeah, that's an interesting, the rain is an interesting way to look at things. But yeah, that's true. I guess. I mean, I would enjoy the weather. So, and I would hate the weather, so I will not be moving <laughs> to those places. <laughs> um, I think mine would be Germany, mostly because I've already been there and I've lived there and I know what it's like. Yeah. Or, um, I really liked Austria. Yeah. Which we didn't go to Austria, but I've been to Austria. And yeah. I think it, it's kind of German. Here's Stella. Come here. Um, it's kind of German like same lines so i think that's why because it's like the old cobblestone and that sort of thing yeah you'd be comfortable there yeah i think if i had to pick one that we went to together it would be like amsterdam like the netherlands that area yeah i think that would have been mine too i i'm trying to think like I, i would like to like visit france i don't think i could live in france yeah um so yeah i think amsterdam would probably guess where we wouldn't move to Athens. (laughs) Athens. <laughs> Athens. <laughs> okay, so we'll get into that uh, in this part because that was one of the last places yeah. we went. But yeah. so we left you guys on the cliffhanger. We bought crazy expensive train tickets that we didn't know if we were going to be able to afford to get from Venice to Rome. Um, so we bought the two hundred dollar tickets, and then, and it was a straight. This is important. That train was a straight shot. Yeah, the one we bought tickets for was a straight shot from Venice to Rome. Yes, it was. Um, that is important. Yeah, it was only supposed to take us like I don't know, just a few hours. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm not even a hundred percent sure how this story proceeds because it's all kind of a blur. Um, <laughs> I remember that we're standing there looking for our train platform, and was it that we just like didn't see it anymore? I think. Well, so above where the trains are, there's um, like the signs, the rolling signs that will say like Rome and the time that it is supposed to depart. Right. And we saw it for a while and then it just like went away and then it said no train. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were like, um, what do we do? We were like, uh, okay. <laughs> so we like go into this office where 
it's like customer service for the train station basically they'll help you with tickets or like questions or whatever and so we go we wait in line and we're like 20 minutes if not less from when our train was originally supposed to leave at this point so we're kind of freaking out because we like don't have a lot of time for things to go wrong here so we go into this office and we get called up to i i think it was a a woman the first time or like a young man we had to go in there a couple times yeah so the first time it was just like a a normal person i would say (laughs) yeah you know like your typical train worker right and so they're like um yeah your your train hit a pedestrian so it's canceled and we're like oh it's canceled so like we thought we were gonna have to buy new tickets we thought we were gonna have to totally reroute our day or our trip or whatever and we just paid so much money for these tickets so we were really stressed about that um yeah or and then she's like uh there's another train leaving at the same time or something go to this other platform right yes yeah i think like savannah said it's all a blur the the next 30 minutes of this story are all a blur right so i think what happened was we left the customer service area again and went back to look at the the platform boards still didn't see a train waited for like five minutes and then we're like okay we have 10 minutes till our train is supposed to leave i don't feel comfortable just like risking this yeah so we go back in and we get called to this this older man He's probably in his <laughs> 60s, I'd say. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And so we're standing there and we're like, listen, our train apparently hit a pedestrian. It's canceled. Is it not canceled? They told us to do this other thing, but they didn't give us like tickets for that. I don't know what's happening. And so he doesn't really say anything at first. Well, he doesn't like speak very good English either. Everyone else did, but he didn't. No. I mean, we're and in the heart so... of Italy, so... It was like a couple seconds before he said anything. Yeah. And um, so he like starts typing on his computer and he's like printing things off and he's like moving around really hurriedly, which isn't an uncommon thing in European right. countries. Like they don't just dwindle. They're fast moving, no. fast paced people usually. So we're like, okay, whatever. He, he prints off these documents, <laughs> hands them to us. And what does he say? Can't <laughs> run run right now run to platform nine right now run you gotta go and then we're like standing there in shock and right? he's like go he's like, go sprint run. yeah we're, we're like, like oh, okay. so we so we take off running through the venice train station and it's not a big train station but to us in that moment it was pretty big yeah and we get to the platform and there's nothing nothing there no one nobody no train workers because usually there will be like people who work at the train station standing by the platform when a train's about to arrive and so we're like oh shoot this train is like about to leave there's not even a train approaching and like you can see far off in the distance there's not a train coming yeah no there was no train coming so we're like what what do we do didn't we have to go back a third time yes yeah so we go back again and we get, like, a really nice lady, and she's like, yeah, um, we're going to have to, like, change your train, princess off new tickets. And she's like, okay, you're going to have to do this one with stops in, was it Padova? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Padova. Padova, Italy. Oh, Padova. Um, so that train comes. We actually get on the train. 
But it was late, and that's important in the story also. Oh, yeah. Because our original layover in Padova was like three minutes. And so with the train being five minutes late, we were already concerned that we were going to have to stay in Padova, Italy for four hours. And Padova, Italy is the train station is literally just like. Think about like an Amtrak station in America. Like it's not. Yeah, like that's it. Yeah. So I don't know. We we get on the train and we're like, okay. We both are aware that when we get to Padova, we're sprinting. Like, yeah, like there's we we didn't even sit down on this train. We're standing by the door the whole twenty minute ride to Padova. Yeah, and we're like, okay, we're ready to run. We have to run as soon as it stops. We have to open the door and run. And I knew that the platform that the train from Padova to Rome was, was on, on the other side of the train station. Yeah, and so I we're pulling into Padova. And I see off in the distance, train going onto platform one is behind us. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Like they're behind us. So, so they're we'll have a little too. extra time. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So I'm like, okay, Savannah, great. We don't have like negative 30 seconds to get on this train, but we have to still run yeah, like we, to this train. We're, we're not just leisurely walking because Padova was actually a really busy train station at this time of day. Yeah, it was. It was like the middle of the week at like 2 p.m. or something. So it was a busy time yeah. for trains. And so we were on platform four. And so to get from platform four to one, you have to go down the stairs, underground, and then back up the stairs. Yeah. So that's where our next issue comes. Um, I were sprinting. And we're, neither one of us wore the best travel shoes necessarily. Like no. I would have preferred to wear like running shoes with good grip on the bottom but it was also 30 degrees so we were wearing like boots um i was wearing combat boots and so we're sprinting down the stairs make it we're great sprinting up the stairs and i trip and i fall like on my face my 40 pound backpack on my back weighing me down and i like can't stand up and kinsey just keeps running (laughs) doesn't stop she doesn't notice that I've died she just yeah so I was in front of her and I didn't see her at all <laughs> trip fall the whole shebang nope so Savannah tell your part of the next of the rest of the story and then I will defend myself so I'm like Kinsey Kin like yelling it's a busy air or busy train station she can't hear me and I like I don't know if someone like grabs my backpack up for me or what, but I like somehow by the grace of all things good in the world, get myself to my feet after like a solid minute of being down. And I've, I've laid there on the ground, watched Kinsey board our train, like without me. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I have to get up and sprint. And like my, my ankle is already messed up from Germany. Like, I am just, my legs are in terrible shape. We've walked eight miles a day. I, like, don't have anything in me. How I actually stood up is still beyond me. (laughs) So, I sprint, and I get on the train, and I'm, like, walking, trying to find a seat, you know, like, oh, Savannah and I want to sit together, and I, like, turn around when I find the seat. I'm, like, oh, Savannah, we should sit here. And I turn around and Savannah's not there. And so I, if you know me personally, this is Kinsey to a T. I like go back to the, the 
door and I'm hanging out because I'm not getting off because I'm afraid it's going to leave. Yeah. And so I'm like, Savannah, what are you doing? Get on this train. Yeah. Why are you so behind? Come on. She's about to like leave. Screaming at me. <laughs> and Savannah's like hobbling over. She's like, I fell. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I tripped and fell down the stairs. You like didn't see it at all. Oh my gosh. So luckily that train stayed there for like 10 minutes after we were even on it. So we really didn't have to very angry because she was like, look, it's still here. And I'm like, yeah, well, if we we hadn't ran, it wouldn't have been. We didn't have to run. Hindsight is what's important, I guess. But um, yeah, we made it somehow. I don't know how. So. We get on the train from Padova to Rome. It's all, all things are well. We get to Rome at, like, kind of late at night, I think. Like, se- well, not yeah. late at night, but late in the day, like 7, 8 p.m., I feel like. Because pretty dark, much so, all yeah. we did was go to our hostel, go to a corner pizza place, and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's that's uh, when our next issue comes is when we went to bed in Rome I'm yeah. just like chilling I've, I've had a very hard mentally day <laughs> so and I'm, physically at this yeah. point so I'm laying in bed like nothing is gonna get me up I'm I think I was just like on my phone but drifting off to sleep at the same time we yeah. have a hostel with like us and two other beds neither of our roommates were in there so we're both just like chilling Kinsey fully goes to sleep and I haven't fallen asleep yet all of a sudden, you want to tell it from your perspective or should I tell mine? <laughs> you should tell yours. So I'm laying there and all of a sudden I just hear, <gasps> Savannah, oh my gosh, Savannah, I almost just died. <laughs> I'm like, I just like lay there because I'm like, I don't know what to, what? And I'm kind of in shock. And she's just like, Savannah, are you awake? Savannah, Savannah. And I'm like, yeah, what? And she climbs down. She's on the top bunk and she's like, I just stopped breathing in my sleep. <laughs> And I still have no idea what happened. Like, genuinely, I do not know. I mean, that can happen if you fall asleep, like, on your back. Like, you can just, like, stop breathing. It's sleep apnea. But it was so scary because I woke up and, like, so. Yeah. I woke up and I was like, (gasps) and I was like, oh, no. And I have asthma and I was like, it's probably not my asthma, but. I was on the top bunk, and so I literally had to get down from the bunk, and I was like, Savannah, (laughs) I don't know what's happening, but it's not good. And I was just like, I I don't know what I can do for you. Like, (laughs) I I can't keep you alive through the night. Uh, Are you good? And she's like, I think so. Like, I just, like, I'm really stuffed up. I have a lot of, like junk in my like nose and my throat and everything like just because we've we've had head colds from probably putting our bodies under the stress of nine countries in 10 days yeah probably so i took some oscillacolonium whatever that is (laughs) oscillococcinum or something that whatever yeah Yeah. it's basically like a cure-all it's amazing medicine it went back to sleep and i was fine but for like 20 minutes at 11 p.m. in Rome, I wasn't sure I was going to make it. Yeah. And then, was that, was it after that that the one roommate came in? 
like from partying, got fully dressed in another party outfit, and then went back and out. Went back. Yeah, it was after. She was like, Do you guys want to come? We were like, no. <laughs> we're literally showered, wet yeah. hair, in our pajamas, in bed. And we're like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. And then the other girl came in at like 4 a.m. or something. She, yeah. I don't think she'd been partying. I think she like just mm. got in, like two probably. Rooms. But she, I don't know where the first girl was from. But the second girl was like from Israel or something, and she was talking to me, and she was like, "Yeah, I I uh, grew up in like Kansas or something, but then my family moved to Israel, and I'm traveling." That's so that was cool. That's a that's a big sis advice. If you're gonna travel, stay in like the dorm hostels because it is really cool who you meet. But stay if you're not if you're alone or if you're under the age of like 24, stay in the all girl dorms. Yeah, or all um, boy, depending on your. Dorm. Well, yeah. Big yeah. sis advice yeah. to a sister. Do what you feel comfortable with, for sure. Um, yeah, I stayed in a 30-person co-ed dorm in Paris, and it was a great time. But I also had people that I knew there in there. Yeah. So. But I also I also do feel like if you're solo traveling, you want to stay in a dorm to meet people. Like, Yeah, exactly. That's the only way you're going to really meet people is by like staying in a younger-based hostel. For sure, like, when we were in Paris, um, when I was over there in 2015, like I said, we stayed in that 30-dorm um, room, and we got back, like, we went out during the day, and we got back at, like, 11 p.m. from, like, my small group doing stuff, and we met some people in our dorm room, and they were like, we're gonna go um, to the Eiffel Tower and watch it sparkle and um, have drinks under it and dance. You wanna go? Well, like, yes we'll go and so that was fun just to like get out and see you know yeah Paris at night with a big group of people so you're not as alone yeah and I I mean definitely if we I don't know well now that we're like older I don't think I would go to a huge dorm and that kind of thing but it's no when you're like younger or not married like now that I'm married I probably wouldn't just because like I don't know but if you're like younger and trying to meet people or like have a travel romance, that's the way to go, I'd say. Oh, for sure. If you're trying to have a travel romance, stay in a co-ed dorm all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like the 30 person, so you've got options. Yeah. And hang out in the like most most hostels have like a common area for the the people to like hang out during the day. Uh hang out there for sure if you're trying to meet people. So after that happened, um, our next day in Rome was pretty uneventful. We went and saw the Colosseum, and like we knew that we didn't have much time, so we didn't book tickets for anything because you know you'd have to wait in the line, and it would just take forever. So we went and saw the Colosseum from the outside. Beautiful. Walked through the city some. Um, we went and saw the Spanish Steps and the Trevi Fountain, and got some gelato and. Then we decided that we were going to walk to um, the Vatican, Vatican City. And again, we yes. didn't buy tickets. We didn't really care to like go into Vatican City. We just wanted to see it. Um, so that was fun. I don't think really anything yeah. terrible happened. <laughs> that I don't day. think so. Um, no, we, they had some interesting little gift shops and stuff. Yes, Vatican they did. Vatican was interesting. 
And uh, Yeah, Vatican was not what I was expecting it to be, but it was cool. No, and keep in mind, neither one of us are Catholic. So if we, right. if we like, had Catholic faith, we probably would have spent most of the day at the Vatican or, like, cared more to see more about it. But it just wasn't our priority. So um, we did have an issue leaving Rome also that I just remembered. I didn't have this written down for some reason. But I don't remember. Didn't isn't this the one where we like couldn't get a bus? <clears throat> oh yeah, we had to walk. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a long walk. Hold on, my dog. My dog loves squeaky toys. It's and fine. I do not like squeaky toys. You can have it after. But no, wasn't this the one where we like we're trying to get a bus to the airport and the buses yes. weren't running? And we met that like older couple or siblings or something in uh one of the one of the Italian cities that we ended up in. And um I don't know, they thought that I was Italian. I oh, was, was that Rome? I think that was Rome because we were on we were trying to get a bus to the airport to leave Rome. You're right. How did we get to that the place where we ended up? I have no idea. I I think that we took a bus from like city center to yeah, that bus station. You're right. And then you're right. Trying to get a bus from there to which airport was it? No idea. Champino, maybe? Yeah, that's it. So we were trying to get a bus to there. And uh the so, buses just weren't working, basically. Well, so there was a lot of traffic going into this airport for some unknown reason. And when there's traffic going in, there's also traffic coming out. And the buses were supposed to run like every 15 minutes, but the buses were stuck at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. And so we like walk up with this group of people to this bus stop that we're all going to the airport. And the attendant is like, I don't know like when the next bus is going to be here, blah, blah, blah. So Savannah meets this like, grandma grandpa from from rome listen i didn't they're like they met me (laughs) so they're talking to her and they're like i was okay with it at first but towards the end it kind of got a little weird so i was like "Mm, this is awkward yeah but that's not the the issue of the story (laughs) (laughs) the the issue was unfortunately i wish the sweet italian grandmother had been the issue of the story yeah so at this point everyone's like well we're not gonna make a flight yeah and People are like, well, you should probably just take a van. Like, there's vans down there. You can just take those. Like, the vans obviously cost more than a public bus, but um, like five they're like, you can just person. take those. Well, yeah, that's because we had so many people in the van. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, this group of six, five, probably, <laughs> go to the van, and Savannah and I are like, well, we're talking about it. We're like, well, do we get a van, or do we just, like, wait for the bus and hope for the best? Like, what do we do? And the guy comes back up that they just, the six people got on the van. He comes back up and he's like, I've got room for two more. And without hesitation, without looking at Savannah, I go, we'll take it. (laughs) So Savannah's behind me like, what the heck? Did you just sign us up to get in a (laughs) huge white van with, you said five or six. It was like 11 strangers. Was it? Yes. I don't remember. Because it was like a third row passenger van with like four people on each row. And then the two of us in the front seat with the driver. I sat in the driver's seat's lap. The driver's lap. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
I wasn't gonna do it. You were the one who got us into the situation. <laughs> like, I, that, like I was in the middle of the bench, but there were a couple times when the driver and I were on top of each other. Her, yeah, curves. The the gear shift was like on her, like <laughs> imprinted into her leg. Yes. Yeah. So so, yeah. but we made it to we the airport, and the traffic was horrendous when we got there. We were like, oh, we, we were like there on the buses. Yeah, yeah, we would have never gotten a bus there. No. Um, and so, yeah, make our flight to Athens, which Ooh. is really the downfall of this whole story, uh, starting when we got off the plane in Athens. We are <laughs> we're going through the airport to go get to the train station. And um, our, our plane didn't land until like 1130. So yeah. it's like almost midnight. Yeah. And we're on, you know, those like escalator, but like flat, like the things that like get you through the airport really fast that you can just stand on and then go, or you can walk on really fast. Well, we're just like standing there and this man walks around us, stops right in front of me, turns around to face me. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to this guy. So I turn around to Kinsey and he starts tapping me on the shoulder and like saying something to me in Greek. And I ignore it the first couple of times. And then he like shakes me. <laughs> So I turn around, like, excuse me, and he says, like, this whole spiel to me in Greek. And again, I don't know if he thought I was Greek. I don't think that I look either Italian or Greek, but whatever. And I just go, what? Or, like, excuse me or something. And he's like, ugh, American. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You're <laughs> you're the one who talked to me. And then he just starts asking me a bunch of questions like, oh, have you ever been here before? What's your favorite thing about Greece? Or I don't even know. Just like a bunch of questions. And I'm very uncomfortable. So, Kinsey. And I'm hitting her. Like, don't answer the question. Don't answer the question. And he's like, is this your first time? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, no. And he asked, like, it was, like, leading questions. Like, I was afraid that he was going to follow us wherever we were going. And so I was, like, hitting Savannah, like, stop. Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. Stop. Yeah. And so I think he, he like, goes away, right? Or we get to the No. What happens is you push past me, push past him while grabbing my arm and pulling (laughs) me through the rest of the airport. And we start, like, sprinting. And he's following us. Yeah. And so we like, we're both in, so we get in line to buy um, transport tickets because you have to buy, obviously, tickets to use the trains. And he's like a few people behind us in this line. So we get to the front and we get our tickets and we have to go down these stairs and we sprint down the stairs to the other side of the platform and like try and hide in the crowd. Yes. (laughs) Luckily, I think it worked because I never saw him like pass that point. Yeah, no. No. Uh, do you want to tell the uh, the Athens hostel story? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, the the train to our hostel in Athens was like 30 minutes. It was one of the last um, train stations. So, it's like past midnight at this point. And we get to our hostel. It's like down, not an alley, it's down a road. Okay. And we walk in, though, and it's there's like really dark there's like literally no one there. Typically, when we walk in hostels, it's like half in. of the furniture is like turned over. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a bit it weird. So we walk in and we're like, um, 
I think we're we're checking in. <laughs> and the guy is like, oh, okay. And he said some price, and it was like Twice, double what we yeah. were supposed to pay. And we're we like, uh, we're only staying here. We're only staying here for one night. And he was like, well, yeah, it's this much. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, Hostel World said it was going to be this much. He was like, oh, okay. So he gives us the key to our room. And in the meantime, this very old, drunk person yeah. is come has come downstairs. And no, the guy is helping us. He came in from the street. Oh, yeah. Comes in from the street. And the guy is helping us. And he just, like, comes in and is like, I need a room. Da, 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 like, screaming. And he's like, hold on. He knew him. He said what he called him by his first name yeah he and he just keeps on and keeps on and keeps on and keeps on and and i'm we're uncomfortable at this point we're like uh yeah what is happening and so he's like okay you're on the whatever the third floor here's the elevator the elevator fit two people and a backpack like we struggled to get in this elevator with both people in our backpacks yeah so we go up to the room and this hostel, the you had to put your key card into this light switch for it to work. Yeah. Well, it took us about 10 minutes to figure out where the light switch was. Including a trip down to ask the concierge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we go downstairs. I'm like, uh, it doesn't work. And he's like, no, it's behind the thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I go back upstairs, put it in, and it doesn't work. And so... I go back, we go back downstairs because Savannah's like, I am not staying here by myself. Yeah. (laughs) So we both go downstairs and we're like, no, it really doesn't work. Like, I don't know what's happening, but it doesn't work. So the guy behind the um, desk is like, okay, well, someone take me up here and I'll show you. And so I go with him and Savannah can't fit on the elevator. Right. So what do you do while we're gone? Because I really don't know. I can't remember if the drunk man was still downstairs or not. I remember him trying to talk to me at some point in this scenario, but I think it's when we like were still was... downstairs. Yeah. I So me and the guy go back upstairs, and I'm like, I show him, because he thinks I'm some dumb American. Yeah. I show him, like, no, it really doesn't work. And he's like, okay, well, there's a conjoining room. He's like, y'all can just have this room. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. So we go back downstairs. I get Savannah. We go back upstairs, and it, in one of these trips, the guy he's given the drunk guy a room. Yeah, but not and on the same floor as us. Nowhere near us. And he promised yeah. us. He was like, he's not. He will not be anywhere near you. Yeah, because I asked. I was like, because um, we were in a we were in a co-ed room that night. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to make sure that he's not gonna be in our room. And he was like, No, no, no. I was like, Okay, good. Yeah. The, that guy, he was very nice. The concierge man. Oh yeah, he was. He was probably the nicest person we met in Athens. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, the only nice person we met in Athens. Yeah. Um, so, and it actually kind of worked out better because that room had a really nice balcony view of yeah uh, the Acropolis. The Acropolis, and our first one didn't. However, so we get up there. And like we said, we're in a co-ed, we're in a dorm. So we don't know if there's like other people coming. It's past midnight at this point and we're the only two in there, but we're, you know, you can never be sure. Yeah. So we go to take a shower and Savannah, what does the shower look like? It's just in the middle of the room. 
Well, it's kind of in the corner, but there's, like, no shower curtain. It's just, like, you're just naked in the room. Oh. Yeah. So we uh, took our turns taking showers, luckily. Nothing happened. Went to sleep, woke up the next morning, saw the beautiful sunrise. And, uh, we, we chained our, that. That's where we chained our purses to the bed. It, yeah, we used our locks from our purses and locked them to our beds and slept on top of them. Yes, because it was sketchy. And the sheets were like old, like they looked like they, they were from Goodwill. Yeah, and not like weird. a nice Goodwill. Like <laughs> no, like there were holes. Yeah, it was it was just a sketchy experience. So Athens started off on a a rough note. Yeah. So the next day, we're like, okay, we're, we have like seven hours in Athens, which thank God we didn't have like three days. So right. <laughs> we, we're like, we got it. We're going to go. We're going to hike up to go see the Acropolis. Because if you don't know, it is on a mountain, like a huge mountain in Athens. Big mountain. So we like stop by this like pastry shop and get a couple of things for breakfast. Everything was good. We walk up. There's actually a place for us to check in our backpacks so we don't have to take them up the mountain. So I do that. The ladies there are nice. Climb up the Acropolis. We really don't have any issues at the Acropolis. So we're on the very top of the mountain trying to take a picture with the Greek flag behind us. (laughs) This giant gust of wind comes and almost knocks us straight off the mountain. No, like no exaggeration. There are there's photographic evidence of us almost flying off a mountain in Greece. So. I think that's really the only sketchy thing that happened there, except, like, on the Acropolis. Oh, okay, yeah. That's the only sketchy thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. And then we were like, oh, it's, like, noon. We'll go get some lunch. And this is where Kinsey decided she hates Athens. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) So, the only thing I wanted to do was eat Greek food, right? Like, we're in there for, like, two more hours. Let's get some good Greek food. Right. And the only way to know if you're going to get good Greek food is to look at a menu. And all of these restaurants had the menus out front. Yeah. So the first, like, three or four, we would go up to the um, menu outside and they would, like, talk to us and try to get us to come in. They were very pushy, but they didn't touch me. And so I was like, whatever. And then we started walking through this one strip. Yeah. And I kid you not, we passed like five restaurants. Every single person had a man come out into the street and grab my arm to try to get me into their restaurant. Yeah. It was aggressive and unappreciated. And so I was like, you know what? The first place that does not grab me or come out and try to talk me into coming into their restaurant is the restaurant we're going to eat at. And it was fantastic. Precisely what we did. Yeah, the food was amazing and they gave us free dessert. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, we had And uh, I appreciated them a lot for not being pushy. Yeah, we had euros. And um then I still don't know what that dessert was. It was I don't good. know either, but it was good. So then it's time for us to leave Athens after we eat, basically. And uh, we were both pretty ready to leave Athens. Yeah. And luckily, that I don't think the airport, we got back. It wasn't like that hard to find our way to the airport from the uh, no. the train. So we get back to the airport. We're going to Barcelona. Um, it's a very tight fitting flight. 
with us and this man who was basically sitting in my lap the whole flight. Yeah. He was very kind, and I'm, I think he felt really bad about it because he got our backpacks down from the overhead for us afterwards. Um, and Barcelona was pretty chill. We stayed like one night and then most of the next day, I think. Yeah, and that was our last like actual city. We flew back into Paris to go yeah. home, but... The only thing that yeah. happened in Barcelona was I bought new shoes and they cut up my ankles, so I was limping again. And blood was everywhere. Yeah, like, Kenzie thought I was just being dramatic and had a blister until we sat down at the beach in Barcelona and she, like, saw that I was literally, like, I had a cut on my foot. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I'd, I'd, I remember us walking through Barcelona and talking about how um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle had just, like, abandoned the royal family oh yeah that was when that was happening um so yeah we go back to uh paris after barcelona go wait five ever for a hilton bus yeah but we get there and kinsey was using her points to book the hotel (laughs) when we got back to paris and kinsey forgot (laughs) To book the hotel. Yeah, she had to book that on the plane. <laughs> so I book, I booked it as we were leaving Barcelona. I was like, let me get those points real fast. Yeah. Like, if we'd had to, it would have been fine. We could have just, like, slept in the airport, but not ideal. Yeah. No, not ideal. So, yeah, everything else was pretty chill. Um, the last day, we had, like, a 25-hour travel day from the time we woke up, got on a bus in Paris to the airport, Flew back from Paris to New York, had like an eight-hour layover at JFK, and then we flew from there back to our local airport and then had to drive two hours home. So Exhausting. Yeah, we were both dead afterwards. And um, then the final terrible thing that happened was coronavirus. (laughs) Literally all of Italy shut down like a solid week after we got back. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. How close we. Yeah. Because we got back January 21st, I think. Yeah. Somewhere somewhere in there. And so, like, it was the USA shut down on March 12th. All of the European countries were shutting down all throughout February. Yeah. Like, the first week of February is when Italy was like, we have a mass outbreak. So, uh, I don't think we got it then. We might have. I'm not sure. Neither one of us ever got antibody tested, but I wouldn't be surprised with how sick we were at certain points. Yeah. So, that is our uh, Europe Horror Stories podcast. I know this one was kind of longer, but we had a long trip with a lot of events. So, (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye!